Welcome back to Webinar Ninja, a podcast about how to teach, present, sell, and connect with your audience effectively using webinars. On today's episode, I share with you the challenges and what we at Webinar Ninja are doing about it when it comes to using video with webinars. We will also touch on something that not a lot are talking about, managing the chat area while on video. The chat area is where attendees share their thoughts and questions during the webinar. But let's first start with the video side of things. On a webinar, there are typically two ways people are using video, a screencast or a on-camera video. A screencast is when the webinar host shares their computer screen, usually sharing a PowerPoint or keynote presentation while speaking over the presentation slides. This makes up about 65% of all webinars in my experience. The other is on-camera video, where the host uses their webcam and speaks directly to the audience. This I found is not as popular as screencasted webinars. The reasons are not what you might expect. We're self-conscious about the way we look, the way our office looks, or simply being on camera non-stop, having to watch every move we make as it's being broadcasted live. No one wants to be caught playing with their nose every 10 seconds. But this should not stop you from doing on-camera webinars. These webinars statistically convert better than webinars where you never show your face. Remember, webinars are a tool used to build trust. So I encourage you to use a webcam when doing webinars. A great way to transition into on-camera webinars is to do a combination of on-camera and screencast videos. Do your intro on-camera, then give your lesson with a screencasted presentation, then go back to on-camera when answering questions. But you might be asking, what about the tools? What do I need to look and sound good on-camera? If you've bought your computer or laptop in the last three years or so, your built-in webcam is more than a decent camera. If your lighting is good, it will look pro. If you're in doubt or don't have any lighting, Use daylight, face an open window, and let the sunlight light your face. Lighting should always be in front of you. If you want to go really pro, you can get the Logitech HD Pro Webcam C920. It's pretty darn good for $70 on Amazon, and it shoots 1080p and has a Carl Zeiss lens that autofocuses. So even if you shift your weight, moving left or right or back and forth, you'll always be in focus on your webinar. There is one critical thing that people often neglect when doing webinars, their audio. You see, the eye is a lot more forgiving than the ear, meaning your ear can really tell when something doesn't sound right, but your eyes will allow for a lot larger margin of error. So invest in a solid mic and take the time to learn how to use it properly. I recommend the Audio-Technica ATR2100. It's about $60 on Amazon, and the sound quality will take your webinars to the next level. So you got your camera and your lighting right, your mic is ready to go, what about you? Personally, I found that standing while doing webinars really helps. Even if you're doing a screencasted webinar with slides, your energy and voice is greatly improved by simply being on your feet. You tend to think quicker and are more engaged than if you're slumped in your chair. So I would prop up your laptop or monitor with some books where the webcam is just above your eye line and go for it. Don't be afraid to use your hands either. There is one more thing we need to talk about today, an aspect of webinars that get people nervous. Yes, more nervous than being on camera. Handling the chat area, where the audience is interacting while you're delivering the content of the webinar. Ideally, you should have someone to help, a co-pilot if you will. This person is in charge of managing the chat area. 
I know with the Entrepreneur on Fire team, Kate Erickson's the one that mans that station, while her partner, John Lee Dumas, is providing the content. She can focus on helping the audience in the chat, while John focuses on the content. Nicole and I do the same for our webinars, but I've done webinars on my own. I've managed a chat area while giving the content, and you can do it too. You just have to plan for it. As I mentioned to you in episode one, I'm a trained educator. I have a master's in education, and I taught at the high school and university level for over 14 years. So I know how to structure a lesson so it works in my favor as well as in the favor of my students. Let me show you what I mean. If you're gonna be running webinars solo, before you get on the webinar, you need to have a lesson plan. You have to structure your webinar in your favor. So at the start of the webinar, let the attendees know that you'll be taking questions after 30 minutes of instruction. So they can send their questions in the chat area, but you won't get to them until later on in the webinar. That way your attendees' expectations are set up. They know that you're not ignoring them and that you will get to the questions about at a certain time. Now at Webinar Ninja, we wanted to make this a lot easier for you. So we created an area we call the studio in the Webinar Ninja dashboard. This is where you can control everything you're doing during the live webinar, from the live broadcast to the chat area, one place to manage everything. Our chat area allows attendees to send you, the host, direct questions that show up in your dashboard. This allows you to separate questions from the meeting and greeting in the chat area attendees will be doing. You can even kick out an attendee from the chat and the entire webinar if for any reason they're causing problems, being downright rude or belligerent. Haters are gonna hate, guys. But Webinar Ninja is not just about software. We include full tutorials and courses so you can have an amazing webinar experience. Lesson plan templates for solo or co-hosted webinars, keynote and PowerPoint templates, and even pre-written sales copy you can modify for your registration pages. Being on camera, how you interact with your audience on a webinar is a skill. It's something that you will get better at once you get started. But the point is to get started. This is episode six of Webinar Ninja and we've covered a lot, but it's time to take our learning to the next level. What does a webinar creation and process look like from start to finish? From the planning, the marketing, the selling, and what happens after the webinar? What are the results? I call upon an emerging webinar star to be our case study. So don't miss it on the next Webinar Ninja. Webinar Ninja is produced and edited by Nicole Baldino. Music is by Dan Mills and Mark Bose. To learn more about what we're doing at Webinar Ninja, visit WebinarNinja.co.